I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. A few months ago, news surfaced that Anne Frank had been posthumously baptized by a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The Mormon Church quickly apologized, but it wasn't the first time Anne Frank had been baptized by a Mormon, and it wasn't the only instance of Mormon baptisms of Jewish Holocaust victims. Many of the names apparently came from archives in Poland. Reporter Jamie York has a story from Warsaw. For Mormons, posthumous baptism is a religious responsibility. A living Mormon serves as a stand-in to baptize those who weren't Mormons in their lifetime so they can join in an afterlife. All you need are names of the dead. By the early 1960s, the Mormon church had developed a reputation for its interest in archives with voluminous lists of names. That's something Poland had, but it didn't have a lot of money to take care of its records. So in 1968, the Poles approached the Mormons for help. Władysław Stepniak is general director of the Polish State Archives in Warsaw. It was an agreement in which our friends from Utah are paying, providing us with equipment and materials used during the process of microfilming. The Mormons gave Poland cash and equipment to modernize its archives. They also paid to have locals put hundreds of thousands of primary documents onto microfilm. And the Mormons got their own copy. In fact, Stepniak says the Utah microfilms are so complete that he planned to ask the Mormons to fill in the gaps he discovered in his own archives. We will ask our friends in Utah. Yeah, friends, be so kind, send us scans of these microfilms. Some of those microfilms include the names of Jews who died in the Holocaust. And quite a few of them have been baptized by the Mormons. When a person lived as a Jew and was murdered as a Jew during the Holocaust, to try to change their religion after the fact seems particularly inappropriate, distasteful, wrong. Michael Shudrich is the chief rabbi of Poland. He's a New Yorker who was invited 18 years ago to lead and help revive the small Jewish community in Warsaw. He's troubled by the Mormon baptisms. When I asked Ladislaw Stepniak how he responds to that concern, he was a little vague. What does it mean for the souls of people to just agree on this baptization after the death? This is a question of religion. Religious people always disagree, he seems to be saying. Who is he to mediate issues of religion? Rabbi Shudrich would be the logical one to press this case, but he says he has his hands full. He's trying to rebuild a Jewish community in Warsaw that barely survived. He says the baptisms are low on his list of priorities. We, being a small Jewish community, looked to the American Jewish community as taking care of that issue, stop this practice of the Mormons. Gary Makatov is that American. He specialized in Jewish genealogy for 35 years. In 1994, he was using the Mormons' International Genealogical Index, or IGI, to do research for a client. Makatov stumbled on a group of typically Jewish names. The IGI noted that they'd been posthumously baptized. He alerted his friends in the church, and he says they blew him off. Before too long, though, other Jewish researchers began to notice as well. I started getting phone calls from Jewish genealogical societies in the United States saying, I found relatives in the IGI. Well, we traced the source, and the source was a book called the Gedenkbuch, or Memorial Book, to 128,000 German Jews murdered in the Holocaust. And what the church had done is gotten a copy of the book and posthumously baptized every person that was in the book. And I realized we had a crisis in our hands. 
Makatov and a journalist broke the story in 1995, and the Mormon Church apologized. Church leaders promised they would put a stop to the posthumous baptisms of Jews, but every few years, new stories emerged. In a written statement, the Mormon Church reiterated that it is, quote, absolutely firm in its commitment, unquote, to not accept names of Holocaust victims for baptism. Makatov says he expects the church will ultimately honor that commitment. He calls it a disagreement among friends. After all, he finds the Mormon archives indispensable in his work. But the best way to put it is I will not give up the souls of my ancestors for a piece of microfilm. At the Jewish Historical Institute of Poland in Warsaw, a film loop reminds visitors about the three and a half million Jews who lived here before World War II. Yale Reisner is another native New Yorker and now director of the Institute's genealogy project. There are people still who discover through us live relatives when they thought everyone was dead. Father and son, mother and daughter, reunion 60 years on. You can't help being moved by that. They are just so happy to have someone again because they all thought they were alone in the world. The Mormon database helps them make those connections. Reisner understands the religious reasons the Mormons gathered the names of his ancestors and why many Jews find posthumous baptism offensive. He, too, hopes the Mormons will learn to effectively police themselves. But he recognizes that they've created a resource that he simply couldn't do without. And for Reisner, working for a Jewish community here that was almost wiped out, that's simply invaluable. For The World, I'm Jamie York, Warsaw.